in the 21st century Hard-working people working hard for you and me Moving higher time and time again Through the years you'll find us here Moving higher Hello and welcome to Moving Iron Podcast Tax Moves Glenn Birnbaum. Glenn is with Heinel Banhort out of East Peoria, Illinois. And this edition of the Moving Iron Podcast is brought to you by Dawson Tire and Wheel, your premier ag tire and wheel provider in North America, helping people grow. Dry Shod Boots, the official work boot of the Moving Iron Podcast, and Tractor Zoom, delivering insights. All right, Glenn, so we've had this uh, every week, we get this new level of of compliance that you have to go through and some new checks and balances and everything else for this whole PPP thing. Um, the uh, the American business population rushed out to get these loans under a very vague set of rules and now the rules are coming out and sounds like to me there could be some people that get in significant trouble um, with, with what they're doing um, if they're not dotting their I's and crossing their T's properly. So I guess, Glenn, uh, talk about this new reg- these new uh, guidelines that have come out and, and some clarifications on a few things and uh, where we stand with the whole PPP um, loan as, it, as of today. All right. Well, thanks, Casey. Uh, yeah, it's, we haven't had too many discussions here recently just because there's not been tons of news, but yesterday there was quite a bit of news and we wanted to kind of update everybody. So it is about 8.15 a.m. Central Time on Thursday, May 14th. We got to timestamp this. Um, and so a lot happened yesterday. Um, but up in, you know, since we last talked, which has been, again, it's been a little while, um, basically, uh, we, first of all, we still do not have the forgiveness rules yet. Uh, you know, what what is the, what are the rules surrounding how I can spend the money in eight weeks? We have general, you know, what's in the statute, but we are supposed to get these rules about, two, three weeks ago now, so we're still waiting on those. Um, we do hopefully expect to get those the next couple of days. So that was the main reason we really hadn't talked is because there really wasn't any, any new news on the forgiveness. Well, what did come up in the last few weeks is a lot of news and question and angst about am I eligible in the first place? You know, did I make a good faith certification um, as to, you know, the need uh, for this loan and you know everybody that I know you know read the application there was a certification on there about you know needing the loan to support operations and you know you can look at the language but um, what they started doing was dropping some hints that they may be kind of maybe people misapplied or misunderstood the rules or maybe they're tweaking the rules behind the scenes we're not really sure partially because of the public companies um, or even the private companies, the Lakers, as an example, had, had applied for it. So, you know, the first question that came out was FAQ number 31, which according to my notes here was on April 23rd. And that specifically said, you know, do large companies, you know, basically large public companies with adequate sources of liquidity qualify? And basically it said no. Um, you know, if you have... Um, the ability to get get financing that's it's not significantly detrimental to your business, and so that you know they're putting in these new this new lingo. Uh, you know, if, if you're a public company that has substantial market value and access to capital markets, you're probably not going to be able to make this certification. So 
everyone's like, well, that maybe wasn't actually in the statute, but you know, the question is just talking about public companies and even it says large, large companies with adequate sources of liquidity. It actually did not say public companies. I need to correct myself, but you know, what's the definition of large, you know, but in the answer, it talked about public companies, but then it also said in the answer that all borrowers must assess the need for this. So a lot of confusion on April 23rd. Um, took almost a whole nother week till question 37 comes out April 28th. And very simple question. It said, do businesses owned by private companies with adequate sources of liquidity necessary to support the operations qualify for a PPP loan? And the answer was C response to FAQ number 31. So now we're talking about large private companies, you know, anyone that maybe thought, well, they're just talking about public companies. It's like, well, no, now the, the rules have changed. And do I have adequate sources of liquidity? So again, that was April 28th. So these were only FAQs, you know, frequently asked questions, no actual like regulation or proposed regulation was um, issued. So I was like, well, I don't know, you know, is this just informal guidance? So, Finally, they got around to saying, well, we're going to issue some guidance on this to more specifically say, you know, what's adequate sources of liquidity and what do we mean by detrimental to your business? So they're just saying, we're going to send this out, but hey, you're going to have until May 7th to pay back this loan. So even if, you know, if you misunderstood it or misapplied it or, you know, we're not going to, you know, slap you on the wrist or anything, just pay it back by May 7th, we'll be okay. And so, you know, everyone's thinking, well, clearly they'll have guidance on what liquidity means and all that stuff before May 7th, right? Because how are you going to know whether you misapplied or misunderstood if the rule's not even out yet? So uh, I think it was the morning of May 7th, which was last week, they came out and said, we'll give you till May 14th. So I'll give you another week. And so that pretty much takes us to what happened yesterday. So again, all this is about, am I eligible in the first place? And, you know, it caused a lot of heartache for, for businesses that, you know, really felt like they, they understood the rules as best they could. You know, they read the certification and now, you know, these frequently asked questions are kind of stirring the pot, basically. So that's your summary up till today. So all of this, I mean, I understand, I understand the government rushing out to, to put this stuff out there and making sure that people got um, qualified and, and worst case scenario, if someone did take some money, they have a it's like six months of free interest and then 18 months of interest at 1% or whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, so basically it's a two-year note that they got their payback. It's super low, super, super low interest rate. So, I mean, it's it's not that big of a <clears> – <throat> I mean, it's a big deal, but it's not an overly big deal. It's not going to have a, an overwhelmingly huge effect on, mm-hmm. on what happens to your business. Um, now, the flip side of that is – why, they keep changing the rules as as they keep putting these things out. Yeah. Now, they maybe not change the rules, but add a little caveat here or, or a yeah. little little yeah. more definition to this or define something over here. So like what like you were talking about earlier, what defines large? Nobody knows that yet. What defines um, liquidity? Like how like your your ability to obtain um, uh, outside funding? You know, other than this, um, they don't define any of that they don't find like what your equity position what your what your various equity ratios look like and all those kind of things now they're starting to ask for all that 
after they've given this money back and the eight week period is is up what in two or three weeks right a lot of i mean a lot of businesses might be in week five uh, some businesses are in, only in week four maybe there's a handful that are in week six but yeah it's you know we're, we're definitely halfway over and so just to be clear i haven't even talked about what happened yesterday okay um so, but just to piggyback on what you said, Casey, um, there were several businesses that I talked to that said, well, if I know I'm not going to get the loan forgiven, I then, you know, this is a few weeks ago when this first started, I guess, you know, they didn't want to wait to find that out. Right. You know, well, yeah. July. If, if they know it's going to not be forgiven, then I'm going to take action right now, pay the loan back and then lay off people. Right. That was a very common discussion. So yes, 1% interest isn't bad, but, but it kind of, it kind of was a tough decision, you know, because people are like, well, I'm going to keep these people on because I got this loan. Right. If you tell me I may have to pay it back or there's risk of me maybe not getting it forgiven, then I'm going to have to make a tough decision, you know, two weeks right. ago. So, so anyway, that it was, it was difficult. So what happened yesterday? Let me see if, yeah, just yesterday. So yesterday morning, they, oh, the other thing I didn't mention was they also said that if you have a loan over $2 million, you will get audited by the SBA. Mm-hmm. Not by the IRS. You could probably get audited by the IRS as well. But the SBA will like specifically look at your loan and kind of make sure you were you certified properly, you know, that you, you really needed this loan. So if you're like, okay, well, that's good to know. And then they said, we'll sample, we'll sample those under $2 million as well. Okay, so that was I don't know, probably, again, a couple weeks ago maybe it, that that guidance came out. So, okay, now yesterday morning they say, okay, if your loan is under two million, because it was only one day until you had to pay back the loan, May thirteenth versus today, May fourteenth, they said, "Hey, if your loan's under two million dollars, you're automatically going to be self. You're automatically going to be okay." And so, um, just get my notes here. That was FAQ forty six. So if you if if you're greater than two million, you still have to worry about you know this this guidance. But apparently, again, this is just a frequently asked question. They say they're going to provide a regulation shortly, so you know you have to take all this with a grain of salt. They say if you're under two million, you're automatically going to be okay. You know you don't have to worry about this bad faith certification. Okay, so big deal, right? Because the vast majority of the loans are. Under that, I think there might be, I don't know, 30, 35,000, maybe closer to 35,000 loans that are over 2 million last time I checked, which is a lot, obviously, but there's a lot more under that. And then they said also, if you end up, if the SBA at the end of you know, the eight weeks, I guess maybe you're a big company, you got an over $2 million loan. Um, if at the end of the eight weeks, the SBA says, you know what, you, you weren't eligible, um, you know, we're going to have you pay this loan back. There was no penalties or they said they weren't going to, you know, slap the wrist or anything, you know, basically no enforcement actions from the SBA on this. So it was a huge relief yesterday morning that they've really, you know, backed off on this. Again, under $2 million, you don't have to really worry about the rules that may, may have changed, which, you know, if you think about that, that's kind of intriguing. Then it leaves the door open for anybody that wanted to, you know, manipulate the system, right, I guess, but... But maybe their thought process is, well, it's so late in the game now, you know, no one else will be will be getting the loan. But anyway, very favorable. And I think part of this, Casey, was, we haven't mentioned this yet, there's still over $100 billion left in round two. You know, 
hundred billion dollars has not been committed in the last, I don't know, the last five or six days, there's almost been no activity. I mean, almost no one is getting these loans anymore. And so do you feel like, because, do you feel like people have gotten where they wanted to get with these loans? Like the people that wanted the loan have gotten the loan or do you feel like people are kind of, after all this stuff's coming out and they've talked to their accountants and yeah. CPAs and everybody else. Yeah, no I one mean, knows which one is it. Is it, is it because most people have already gotten a loan and, and, you know, remember the small businesses, the sole proprietors had a week, uh, you know, they were a week behind. And so, you know, a lot smaller loans. Round two was a lot smaller. I think over half, half is small. I think the first round was maybe 204,000 average loan size. And I think round two was maybe around a hundred thousand. It keeps going down. I know it was 107 at one point, 107,000, but it keeps going down. I think it's closer to a hundred thousand now. So yeah, which is it? Are we scaring people off from getting a loan or do really people have the money? So, so anyway, good news Definitely, but there is still no actual guidance on what adequate sources of liquidity means. Um, but if you're under two million, it appears again. You know, you got to check with your, you know, unfortunately, check with your attorney, right? All this stuff, you know, they're, they're ultimately yeah. the, the yeah. you know, you got to get, you know, don't totally rely on what we're saying here. But <laughs> definitely, it was a big relief. And then late, late last night, they said, hey, we're going to give you till now Monday, May 18th, to pay it back. Because again, they don't have the guidance out yet. So, so now we have until Monday. Um, so anyway, that's that's the that's what happened real early in the morning, or about nine nine a.m. Central yesterday, and then I think about I forget sometimes six p.m. seven p.m. last night, and then but there was stuff in the middle that we need to talk about as well. So okay, the part the part about this that that gets me, and it kind of goes back to our earlier thing, is like yeah, it's a it's a cheap loan, and yeah, you get some things, but you still have to be able to service that note, right? You still have to be able to say I've got X dollars a month or however they're going to make you pay it back to come up with that, and this could cause people just to be like, well, we're just going to have to lay people off if they're, they're going to make me pay it back, yeah. you know. Yeah. I, you know, it's just ridiculous. That's, yeah, that's ridiculous. the, you know, and so then what, people going on employment, right, and the right. government is still footing the bill at, and at possibly, mm-hmm. as I think we've talked about, at possibly even a higher salary rate or hourly wage, right, because the unemployment could be actually higher than right. what somebody making. Yeah, I've heard so, a lot of those stories where people yeah. are actually making more money on the unemployment side of the business than they are actually going to work every day. Yep. So, so then what happened in the middle of the day? Well, they actually issued a interim final rule, like a proposed regulation, um, but it wasn't on, you know, the certification or the eligibility and it wasn't on forgiveness. It was on something, um, basically it was called like increasing your loan or how do you, how do you, they basically said, okay, um, because, and I think part of this is because there's still money left, they said, we're going to let you change your loan amount for certain things, for certain guidance that came out, you know, after you got the loan. And so we talked about this a few weeks ago, that if you're a partnership and you have, you know, partner owners, um, you know, some sort of professional service firm or a lot, a lot of, a lot of, you know, more companies are becoming LLCs, taxes, a partnership. You remember that's a pretty common mm-hmm. structure now as opposed to the S corp. Um, well, you could only, at least initially, people thought you could only use your employee payroll costs. You could not use, like, the owner's payroll because it's really not a wage. You know, it doesn't go on a W-2. It's a guaranteed payment, if you remember. And so a lot of partnerships, you know, did not factor in owner compensation. And then they came out with guidance a couple of weeks ago that said, I think it was the end of April, that said, no, actually, you can factor in owner's compensation. You know, we don't want each owner 
applying for their own PPP loan, right? If they're kind of like they're self-employed, just have the partnership do it. Well, the problem was most people had already applied. So just yesterday they said specifically they, they provided for a way that a partnership could kind of amend the loan document. You know, I don't think they have to get a new loan or anything, right? They can just kind of increase the loan amount. And so there's going to be possibly some people doing that. They also allowed, there was for a special rule, which we don't really need to get into about seasonal employers that they, they, they made it a little easier, a little more beneficial. Um, and, and so the, the end result there was again, that there may be a way to, to get a higher loan if, if they would have known that was the rule to start with, cause you didn't necessarily have to use an entire 12 month period. You can use kind of like a short period and things. So anyway, the bottom line is they came out with a, a number of, again, very favorable rules that say, hey, you can increase your loan for certain certain fairly unique circumstances. Again, the main one being the partnership one. So now banks, you know, I guess lenders are going to have to, you know, consider requests of people to, you know, adjust their loans upward. So a little more work for the banks. Um, so the other thing we didn't talk about, Casey, is, you know, May 7th, May 14th, you know, there were several people, and I, I don't, you know, I don't know how many, but I heard just talking with some lenders that there certainly were companies that paid back the loan, right? Mm-hmm. Before May 7th, before May 14th here, because they're like, hey, you know, I don't really know that I qualify. Or I'm not, I just, or I just don't want to, you know, I don't want to be part of this. So I'm just going to pay back the loan because that's what they said to do. And obviously the vast majority of those would have been under 2 million, <coughs> Um, because that's where most of the loans are. And so now yesterday they say, you know, Hey, you're automatically. Okay. So, I mean, imagine if you're one of those businesses, I, you know, I don't know any offhand personally, but imagine if you're a business that paid it back on Monday and now Wednesday, you know, they come up and say, I guess maybe you didn't need to pay it back. So, you know, do you then reapply or, you know, it's, it's, it's just a lot of extra stress that, that you don't want to don't want to think about. So it's, it's been pretty, pretty crazy these last, last couple of weeks, uh, just on the essence of the program, I would say, right. Just are, are you eligible? Did you certify properly? And, and if you didn't, then there were, you know, there was going to be enforcement actions, and, you know, you could be exposed to penalties and criminal kind of charges. So it caused a lot of stir yeah. uh, up until the, what we believe once it gets, you know, formalized will be very, very good news um, because of the, you know, again, if you're under 2 million loan amount, you're, you're automatically considered to self-certify and, and, and in good faith. That to me makes uh, no sense. <clears throat> it makes no sense to me that they would do, well, it does because it's the government, but I mean, here they are, they've, they've laid this out. They said, here's what you can go do. Here's, everyone's, Everyone on the planet is, is absolutely 1,000% eligible to go do it. And now they're like, well, now that we've had time to think about it, mm-hmm. we're not, uh, not going to make it eligible to everybody. And some of these people have probably spent that money. Someone is probably going to go to jail or get some big yeah. fine or something like that. Oh, yeah. That just this because they did, they did what they said they could do. And it just irritates me to no end. Yeah. And there's all, I mean, I've seen a couple stories. I'm sure you've seen a couple, too, that, you know, where these, there are people, obviously, like in, in any situation, right, they're blatantly taking advantage oh, of Of course, them. yes, yeah. But, I mean, it's such a small amount. I mean, you, you know, I, I'm not trying to defend anything, but, you know, $349 billion was the first round. And I think they had identified, which is a big number, don't get me wrong, maybe $900 million that were public companies that had applied for it. Um, but, 
but you know, that's, that's not a big percentage. And some of these public companies actually are rather small and they, you know, maybe they don't have liquidity, you know, but that's, that's going to be up for debate. So I'm not real clear on how many public companies have paid it back, but I mean, I know I was looking at one public company that only had $22 million of revenue and, you know, they had lost, I don't know, four or $5 million the last couple of years. So, and they got a loan of like $1.2 million. So, I mean, so if that's under two million, I guess does that mean they're okay? I, you know, I don't know. So yeah. it's yeah, it's the thing. A lot of things. The, the sad thing about this too is that the first quarter of the year for most people was a, was a great quarter. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. There was the economy was doing great, everyone's going along, and then all of a sudden there was this this hard shutoff. So in typical government fashion, I'm sure they're going to go back and take a look at that first quarter and be like, well, you were doing great the first quarter. I don't know why you need to have anything now. Now, But they take a look at the second quarter going into the third quarter and what yeah. that's looked like and, and how much slowdown they've had or how much revenue they've lost or their ability to do to. I mean, I don't think anybody got that loan to hit, to hill up what they did in the first quarter. I think most of the people, everybody did, like, I don't know what the next nine months are going to look like. So yeah, I'm going to take this money and, and see if I can't a keep my employees and B keep my, my business going Mm -hmm. while we're supposed to be shut down and no one can go do anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's, there was a lot of uncertainty and there still is, but yeah, we're, we're maybe forgetting how uncertain it was, you know, at the end of March and early April when this was program was being rolled out As, as a reminder, April 3rd was the first day you could apply. And I think they came out with some initial guidance, like, you know, six hours before that or something. So it was, it was pretty last, last minute. And but a lot, you know, a lot of people applied that first week. Yeah. It was, it was a long time ago. So ridiculous. I mean, I get taking care of the people that are committing fraud and I get yeah. doing those things, but, um, it, and yes, you should be able to prove what you use the money for and, and why you needed the money. That's absolutely, you'll get a loan from the bank. You got to, you got to do all that stuff, right? Yeah. But to to some extent, also when you'll get a loan from a bank, they clearly tell you this is the uh, this is the rules you got to play by, yeah. and we're not going to change those rules on you, right? But sure. the government said here's your, here's the rules that you're going to play by, and then um, oh by the way, now we're going to change the rules again, and oh by the way, now we're going to do it again, and oh by the way, we're going to do it again, and just so that you know not quite done yet there's still some more changes to come you know and it's just ah, it just frustrates me when they do that because it's they rush out some politicians rushing it out there so they can get reelected and it and it just bothers me yeah to know so so yeah that's that's kind of the story there again i do anticipate the forgiveness guidance which is what most people have really been wanting to know that the real specifics about you know the timing and when, when does my eight weeks start do i have some flexibility you know how does it work with bonuses or you know i mean there's just there's all sorts of questions like this and, and we do hope to get that um i would think by monday so we'll try to update people um as as we know more information right on well, Glenn, good stuff. Anything else that we need to talk about before we close it down? I think that's enough. So, I, yeah, so stay tuned, folks. We're going to have another update coming up soon. Seems more some more of these regulations or more frequently asked questions get answered. Uh, Glenn Birnbaum will be here to uh, to answer all your questions and make you feel good on the inside about the uh, Paycheck Protection Program. So, Glenn, if folks want to reach out to you, get more information uh, other than what we've talked about here, what's the best way to do that? 
Yeah, it's best to call our office at Heinel Bainward. It'll just, you know, if you ask for me, it'll ring to my cell phone. But our office number is 309-694-4251. And then you can always look me up on Twitter at Glenn Burnbaum is my handle. Right on. And I'm Casey Seymour with Moving Iron Podcast. Check me out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for all my latest uh, podcast posts and blog posts as well. Check out uh, movingironllc.com for the uh, latest on the Moving Iron Summit. That's coming up in Nashville, Tennessee, September 1 through 3. Also check out the uh, blog post there as well, and the podcast can be, find there, can be found there as well. Also check out the uh, Global Ag Network and all the great podcasters out there. Uh, the guys over at Dryland Fire Podcast, and I did a podcast there the other day, so I'm sure you'll see one dropping here pretty soon. And uh, until next time, I am Casey Seymour with Glenn Birnbaum. Let's go move some iron, folks. Out. Moving iron in the 21st century. Hardworking people working hard for you and me. Moving iron time and time again. Through the years you'll find us here. Moving